In the springtime, the swallows fly to Capistrano, bees head for the flowers, and kids here in Southern California take off for Palm Springs. Live from Palm Springs, everything great about living here. It's Pop City on iHub Radio with Bobby Eeks and Melissa Neiderman. All right. Hey. Hey, Melissa. Hi, honey. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing really well considering all these uh, crazy things going on. But uh, but yeah, everything's good. I'm, I'm excited about Mother's Day tomorrow. Yes, that's uh, right. Everybody has a mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it will be a different one, that's for sure. Some moms won't get to spend time with their kids, so it'll be rough. Like yeah. I won't. <laughs> yeah. Have you still not been able to see your mother? Um, no, I did. I saw her yesterday, so um, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's doing okay. You know, as you know, she's uh, struggling through another illness, but... Um, She's a fighter, and uh, she just keeps on trucking, so I'm pretty proud of her and pretty impressed with her perseverance and strength. Absolutely. She definitely is a strong, strong, wonderful woman, good-hearted person. Um, I I know it must be just challenging in general when you have, uh, you know, health issues, but these days now with uh, doctors not, I guess, seeing patients unless it's covid related um it's probably really difficult yeah it is um she does have one doctor she's able to see he's just amazing here in the desert um she's just waiting for some tests to be done and hopefully that will start up again she did get to do some blood tests that she couldn't do before so things are slowly coming back in the health arena here mm-hmm. so, so that'll mm-hmm. be good That'll be great. Uh, I actually will be seeing my uh, my mom and dad uh, for Mother's Day, and uh, <laughs> they're uh, they're only about two hours away. I, I saw them last week. I drove out to see them and brought them some things, and and uh, it all went really well. And and now they're going to drive out and and see us for Mother's Day. And I I have a little bit of a surprise for them that. Um, that uh, hopefully there, I, I'll tell them not to listen to this show. <laughs> I'll text them right now. Don't listen because it's a surprise. Um, but my uh, one of my best friends, Jeff Tracta, lives across the street from me here, and I'm going to have him serenade her from the lawn at a safe social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so he's gonna sing to her, and she's just loved him for years. I, I, we we've got we go way back. We've been friends since like the late '80s, and and he uh, sang in my wedding, and uh, so she's she doesn't know that she's got that in store for her, and uh, so that'll be that'll be really nice. But they're Thank amazing. You. My parents are just they're they're in their late '80s, but they're gardening and they're just they're they do probably too much, and and my sisters. In, in my opinion, but uh, uh, but they're they're just fantastic. Thank thank God they're in great health. So they can get around, they can drive. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. fabulous. That's yeah. what you know. What as I get older, I think about that, and I'm like, all I want is just to be able to function well. You know, it doesn't matter age. I just want to have my mind and my body to be able to move around. It's great that they can do that. 
Yeah. You know, I always said, oh, I want to live to be 100. But then, of course, you don't want to live to be 100 if you can't do the things that you want to do. I mean, you want to be in good health. True. And that, that's the most important thing. And and they are. I mean, they've had their ups and downs, too. But uh, the main thing is uh, they, they've got all their faculties. They're, you know, they're they're sharp as tacks. Uh, they're, you know, they, they're not as strong as they used to be, but they, they still keep doing what they want to do. And I, I, I just, they're an inspiration. They really are. Yeah. I love that. That's great. And will you be able to, um, record Jeff singing? Well, um, I will just for our own personal, you know, Mm -hmm. just between the family, but I'm not going to put it out on social media or anything like that. You know, I don't, okay, I, I don't think, yeah, I don't, yeah, don't get too excited. Yeah. Jeff said, yeah, please just don't post it on Facebook. I said, oh, no. I get no, absolutely not. And, uh, because none of us have had our hair done. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I know. I just was speaking to my hairdresser. I'm going, oh my gosh, I don't know how much longer I can wait. <laughs> I'm so vain. <laughs> oh, you look great. I see you on your show, your, your, your other show. You look fantastic. Yeah, well, I'm wearing hats, and I'm re, uh, re, uh, getting to be acquainted with my hats. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind yeah. of fun. That's good. Yeah, um, maybe hats will come back for men. I always liked it in the 40s when men wore hats with their suits mm-hmm. and everything, and maybe now this will start to come back, you know. Yeah. Uh, my dad wears hats a lot. Since he he's does. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So he looks fun. great in hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Well, we'll bring them back. It's just a little too hot right now. It's like, what is it? hundred and something. Supposed to be like a hundred and eight. Ugh, it's crazy already. Are you kidding? It's still hot, huh? Yeah. What's it like there? Uh, I think we were in the upper eighties today, something like that. Not too bad. No uh, humans. And not really humid. No, I, I'm sure I'll check back with me in August, but so far it's been really nice. And again, I think it might just be because we're on the coast. It's just mm-hmm. a little, a little different than being smack dab in the middle of Georgia it would be you know, probably quite different, but it's been really pleasant. We, uh, yeah, we can't complain. That's it's, great. it's been really nice, but, uh, you got your AC, you got your swimming pool there, but brings us a swimming pool. So yeah, pretty much, pretty much now. I'm not complaining. It's just, you know what? It always it takes the time to get used to it when it comes back. And I'm like, oh, it was yeah. early. <laughs> it yeah. was early. This true. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, and the East Coast has been it's crazy weather. My, you know, with my son there, I keep hearing about, you know, either it's raining, it's hot, it's cold. It's like all over the place. It's pretty wild. The yeah. weather that's going around, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's keeping busy, man. He's just did a whole zoom meeting with his team on succession. It was kind of cool to see all the actors, you know, on there with them. It was fun. So uh-huh. everybody's, everybody's getting ready and itching to get back to work. So everybody is zooming too. I just did a zoom interview for entertainment weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing a series of all my children reunions 
And I think they're doing them in small groups and they're going to string them together, which I think is really smart because it's hard when you get, you know, a whole, you know, more than more than five, six people. It probably gets a little messy. But um, I was with Alexa Havens and Justin Bruning, who played, uh, you know, Babe was was my daughter um, Uh on on all my children. And uh, it was great catching up with them. Uh, Jacob Young, who played Jr. And Billy Miller, uh, he's gone on to do a lot of them have gone on to do wonderful things. They're still working. In fact, Justin has a series coming out next week uh, on Netflix or in two weeks called um, what's it called? Sweet Magnolias. And oh. uh, yeah, so in, in fact, he wants to come on to Pop City and, and talk about it in a couple weeks. So. He's uh, excited to come on and talk about that. But it was fun to do the, the All My Children reunion and, and see everybody. I hadn't seen some of these people in in years. And uh, so, yeah, again, silver linings. I mean, it is bringing people together. They're, uh, people are reaching out to old friends and and uh, we're trying to comfort each other best we can. And <laughs> And that's a good thing. No, it is. It is interesting how, you know, you do have to find the positive out of a negative and the fact that, you know, I am, I'm reconnecting with people that I haven't before and everybody's just been, you know, sweet back um, in the East Coast checking in to see how everybody is. That part is just really nice. You know, I like to see Mm -hmm. that part You know, I hear about all the ugliness that's going on. So Mm -hmm. happy Mm -hmm. to have good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think people are frustrated everywhere. And, uh, and that I think I I said this to David, I said, you know, a lot of things are so politically motivated, but Mm -hmm. when it comes to people's livelihoods and their businesses, that's when political affiliations start to fall away and, uh, people start to, uh, you know, when they have to feed their kids and they want to get back to work and, and that kind of thing, that's when, like I said, the rubber meets the road. And when people, you, you really start to see how people really feel like we're, sometimes people are hesitant to speak about how they feel politically, but when it comes to feeding their families and providing for their families, then that's, that's a different level of desperation that we are seeing. Correct. Yeah. I, I mean, and then also you see, um, all these kids that are supposed to be graduating high school and college, my niece is one of them. And it's really sad because they're not having that that exciting experience of going through the whole rigmarole of getting ready for graduation. And then you see all these, you know, yeah, celebrities, because it's exciting, uh, coming around and, and trying to do fun things for a high school or a college just to make them feel good and let them know. Yeah, we're proud of them. We're proud of them for all the hard work and that they mm-hmm. get to graduate. So I like that part too. That's kind of fun. how did the uh, parade go for Keisha D's birthday last Saturday? Well, um, I couldn't go because I was f- recording our show. We had, um, uh, what do we have on there? We had, I think not Willie Garson, but we had a fan that got picked out of the hat. So I didn't want to change that, but uh, apparently it was overwhelming. There were so many people there for her. You know, she's just loved, oh, loved, yeah. loved, loved here. Mm-hmm. And she was really touched. And uh, it, <laughs> it was so much that I think it exhausted her. And she, you know, she mm-hmm. loved that. It was a good exhaustion. So it was beautiful. It really was. It, it was a surprise, right? 
You know, I I think she knew that somebody was coming, but she didn't know the overwhelmingly amount of people that were going to be showing up in cars and just, you know, singing happy birthday from the car. And it was just, it was so cool. She did a mm-hmm. face, she did live Facebook on it. And I saw it later on, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, she's, she's such a good person and everybody loves her and hates the fact that we can't hear her beautiful voice. Uh, mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. I did cool. see a little, yeah, I saw some on uh, Facebook. Uh, I, I saw some somebody were, uh, posted some video of that, which was fantastic to see. And uh, yeah. she looked she looked very very emotional and happy about it all. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing, you know. Like this started my son' birthday was March sixteenth. He had to stay, you know, stay in and celebrate my husband's March twenty sixth. And we have a bunch of other friends that had birthdays that were all, you know, sheltered in birthdays. So it's a whole new way of celebrating with Zoom and FaceTime mm-hmm. and house mm-hmm. party. And so, you know, we just try to do little things like that. Um, and, you know, talking about Zoom, like, you know, that we have the Six Blocks Apart show. We had uh, one of your castmates on um, just recently uh, for the movie that you were going to be talking about, The Bellman. We had mm-hmm. Willie, Gar- Willie Garson on the show oh, and we interviewed him. Great. Yeah, we love Willie. Yeah, that, that movie uh, was so much fun to do. Kim Waltrip was, in a, was a producer on it. And uh, I've seen some clips. It, it, it looks really, really good. Uh, I'm really, really happy for, for all of those involved, and I, I hope it does well. People aren't going into the theaters now, so it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's going to change. This whole thing is going to change the industry uh, yes. in, in, in many, many ways. But yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, We could talk about that, and uh, I want to hear all about the filming of The Bellman when we come back. And... Uh, all the people that have, were involved in it, a lot of great uh, cast members. So hopefully when we come back, you can tell us all about the film. You got it. All right. I can testify that this resort compares favorably with the French Riviera in every department. Palm Springs is where it swings. You're going places with Bobby and Melissa. It's Pop City. On iHub Radio. We are back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We are. We are. We are. (laughs) (laughs) So we were chatting about a fun little movie that's coming out soon that you worked on with uh, a very good friend, Kim Waltrip. It's called The Bellman. Uh, okay, tell us all about it. Tell us everything. I'll give you, well, I'll give you the little summary. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to read it right off IMDb because they, <laughs> they, they spent a lot of time crafting this paragraph. When the charming bell captain at a popular Arizona resort decides that becoming a manager is the only way to win the girl of his dreams, he must navigate a crazy group of guests, allies, and rivals to earn the promotion and affection he covets. And he covets the affection of uh, 
the lead actress and I play her best friend and co-worker at the resort. Uh, we filmed on location in Tucson and that in itself was just a blast. And Kim was there and, uh, and you know, Kim is wonderful. You're close to Kim as well. And, and so we had a great time. The whole cast was hysterical. I particularly loved wor- working with Richard Kind and uh, if you guys uh, know who Richard Kind is, um, he's he's done a million things. You'll, he's one of those guys that you you know when you uh, when you see him, you know exactly who he is. But maybe he's not uh, you know a, a, a household name. But uh, such a nice guy. I mean, he's one of those guys. His name really does describe who he is. But he has. Uh, he has been in things like uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, Mad About You, Young Sheldon, uh, American Dad, uh, Law and Order, a million things on Law, Law and Order. Anyway, but uh, it, it, the cast is very, very – it's a funny, funny comedy. It's, it's very broad. Um, and wacky, but some of my favorite movies are like that. I mean, I, I, I kind of liken it to Caddyshack. That's one of my favorites. Oh. And it's, it's kind of like that, just really wacky and broad. And, uh, I think people need a good laugh these days. Yeah. Well, so. you, uh, Thomas Lennon is the mm-hmm. lead on that. He is, I remember him from, it was a crazy show called Viva Variety. And um, I, I was obsessed with the show. It's hysterical. And I try to find it on reruns and you can't. But uh, he, he's from Reno 911. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was great. Did you get to meet him? Yes, yes, yes. Another one. And you know what? The, the bigger they are, the nice I, I have found, like the bigger the star and the more they've done, it seems to me like the nicer they are. He was another one of those guys that I went, they're just so nice and, and uh, it made the, the shooting just so pleasurable. Great experience. And of course, Kim is not very nice at all. So. <laughs> Yeah, God, it's really <laughs> difficult being friends. She's with that so one. difficult. It was just, it was just a joy. It really was uh, good. Yeah, must have had a lot of laughs. You must have good stories and. Yeah, well, I mean, I, we just laughed at just being together and you know off camera. I was, I was laughing. Of course, in fact, I had to really be careful because these actors were really improv uh, trained, mm-hmm. and so they were throwing things at me that were not really in the script. And I had to really be careful not to break character because they were just so, so funny. Um, and I, I think, I think they, uh, I think they have a good, uh, I saw one of the clips, uh, the Jason Adler, the producer and one of the other producers and directors, uh, sent me a clip and, uh, it, it looks really good. I was happy with it. So it's, it came out on Friday, correct? Or yes. Yeah. It came out on Friday, and w- people can find it on. Let's see, on uh, video Prime. Vi- Prime. Yeah, it's it's on um, Amazon Prime. Yeah, right. Isn't that right? Yes, and I think it might even be a. Sh- I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's Amazon Prime. I'll have to um, check. I haven't been. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I'm looking forward to doing it uh, maybe tonight, this Saturday night. There you go. Yeah, now it's exciting. Yeah. 
<laughs> There's a lot going on. Friday was a day that your movie came out, and Friday was a day Rick Springfield's new song dropped with the video. So uh, people have to check out the video because there are like thousands of people in it, but I'm in it somewhere. They'll have to find me. <laughs> Ooh, I have to yeah. look for that. Yeah, yeah. What it is great because um, he, like, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, he worked with Vance DeGeneres, Ellen DeGeneres' uh, brother, mm-hmm. and they wrote this song together <laughs> through FaceTime or whatever, Zoom or whatever, but the uh, um, all the proceeds are going to Feed America. So that's pretty cool. I like that. Very cool. Very but- cool. Yeah. What is up with all this stuff? I, I'm hearing all these um, rumors about Ellen not being very nice. And then she's like one of my favorite people to watch. And, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know. Don't believe you know, you- right. I think what is happening is that, you know, people aren't working now. And so they're disgruntled and maybe she's not giving them their full salary or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but I've I've heard in the past she's not the greatest person we think she is so i don't know well you never know you yeah. know people yeah, think yeah. they know somebody and i certainly know that from you know being on soaps you, you think you know somebody but you really don't know who they are you see their persona on film or television and that's it true so. well we we have somebody actually two people coming up in the next half that we know very well and we love very much because this past week was teacher appreciation week Ah, I'm so happy these gals are coming on. Yes, we're going to show some appreciation for two wonderful teachers, Renee Medor and Tanya Maria, coming up after our break. So stay with us. Excuse me, sir. We're trying to find out why this big influx of young people to Palm Springs. We are a classy bunch. Live from the Coachella Valley. Making the most of life in the desert, it's Pop City on iHub Radio with Bobby Eeks and Melissa Neiderman. Ah, uh, okay, we are back, and it, has, it has been Teacher Appreciation Week this past week, and let me just say right off the bat, I appreciate you, Melissa, and I'm sure it, uh, anyone would have been just so blessed to have had you as a teacher, and I, I, you must have been an amazing teacher. Person. Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your, your, oh, dog, your dog no. does not agree with that. <laughs> My dog does not agree with that, yo. Oh, my God. I appreciate you saying that. It's been quite a while since I taught. I taught for 21 years here in the Valley and also in Santa Barbara. And um, I was very blessed to have um, great schools to teach at. So, yes, yes. And we have a wonderful former teacher as well who was substituting right before all this craziness happened. Our very good friend, Renee Medor. Renee, can you hear us? Nope. Hello, Ma- Renee. Mona Me, are you there? Okay, we have a little bit of a technical difficulty there. We'll get that ironed out in just a, in just a few seconds, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, right now, teachers are actually should be appreciated more than ever because one, 
uh, parents have to do a lot of the homeschooling, and now they're realizing, oh, my child isn't the angel I thought he or she was. <laughs> right. and, and two, this is freaking hard work, keeping attention <laughs> of one kid. I can't imagine doing it with 30 in a classroom. So, oh, yeah. I no, I mean, I was just, uh, I had a Entertainment Weekly Zoom you know, cast reunion with all my children. I was speaking about that. And Alexa Havens and her husband, uh, Justin Bruning have been homeschooling for two years. So they didn't have this big adjustment that a lot of parents are having, uh, having to homeschool and possibly even work from home at the same time. I imagine it's, it's quite, quite challenging. I, I can't even imagine. Right. But, yeah, uh, not, yeah. Uh, okay. Let's we have see, I Renee. think we have Renee. Hello, Renee. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hello, my. I am well, my long lost friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, True. you know, we were saying that this past week has been Teacher Appreciation Week, and so we thought of you immediately, and we just kind of wanted to get you on the line. First of all, I wanted to say thank you, and I appreciate you, all, all that you do and all that you have done for, for students. I bet you were another one, just like Melissa, who was well-loved by her students. Well, of course, no. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. You know, Renee, it, it tell us naturally. where you where you taught and how long you taught for as just a class uh, first as a classroom teacher, and I know you do substitute teaching also. Yes, I taught at a private school in Palm Desert called St. Margaret's. It was a part of the Episcopal Church up there, but since I've left there. The reason why I left that school was because it shut down and they reopened it to some type of vocational school, which was great because it kind of forced me out of the private school sector because I knew I wanted something a little different. But then I still missed the kids. So I started, um, I was actually a substitute teacher here in the Palm Springs Unified. So I've been doing that since, gosh, at least three years now. And I love it because I work from home with a home-based business, but it still gets me out of the house. Well, it did, <laughs> you know, a couple times a week. So it's been great. You know, it's been nice to still, you know, just engage with the kids and just get out of the house. And um, so I've been fortunate just to be able to do that as well. Do you so, have you, any idea, are, are teachers still trying to engage with their kids? I, I've been seeing things on national news about teachers driving through neighborhoods and things like that, just waving at the students and trying to keep that connection going. Do you have any sort of firsthand information from, from any of your friends that, uh, that that kind of thing is going on? Yes, I actually spoke to another girlfriend of mine who's a substitute, and she was talking to a classroom teacher and they have been doing that. They've been delivering, um, you know, various homework assignments and stuff. And they're finding it hard just to adjust to the whole Zoom situation because it's so different trying to teach kids via Zoom rather than in the classroom. So they've had a hard time with that whole adjustment. And the teachers are, a lot of the teachers are excited to go back to work because they didn't have any preparation time on how to transition into this way of teaching. So it's been really difficult and they have been driving by their, their students' homes, and, you know, it's just been a big adjustment for everybody all the way around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, uh, Renee, I know you have um, a, a new home business, uh, but 
after hopefully this is all over and school starts again, uh, do you have any intention of going back and doing some substitute teaching or are you set with what you're doing right now? You know, since this whole quarantine, I've actually, I started a new home-based business, which is more of a passion of mine, and I've been starting to grow it, and I'm very excited. So my goal is to build this business through August and then maybe substitute teach once a week or once every couple weeks, again, just to get out of the house. But I won't, I'm put, you know, I won't need the income like I did before, but I still want to stay in the, you know, in the teaching sector just in case you know you never know what can happen as we know we our life mm-hmm. is never guaranteed you know what direction it's going <laughs> well that's so true and, definitely- and it's good to diversify and have and, and you are one of the most diverse people that I know as far as all your talents and the things that you've done and the businesses that you've been involved in but it is good in these uncertain times to have lots of irons in the fire especially when it's something that you enjoy when there are things that you enjoy. And I'm sure that teaching, you know, gives you back a lot as well. Um, not just the money and the security, but I'm sure interacting with, with children, if you like kids, it, it, it must be rewarding. <laughs> like the, if you like kids, if you like kids, if you don't like kids, you're in the wrong business. <laughs> I had a few teachers that did not like kids, by the way. <laughs> Well, Renee, Renee, oh, Renee do you remember your favorite teacher when you were in school? I absolutely do. Yes. Who and was I'm, it? And, and what grade was it? Facebook. Her name was oh. Marilda Plord. And um, I actually taught her kids, uh, not taught her kids, excuse me, I babysat her children. And she was a physical education teacher. And I think that's why I went into physical education because I was an athlete, I loved sports. I didn't want to be tied in a classroom, and I was interested in health, nutrition. So I kind of went that avenue because of her, because I just thought, oh, how fun is this? You're outside all day playing with kids. (laughs) And that was one of the reasons why I went that direction. And you're still in health and nutrition. I mean, that's still what what, what your passion is. It is, and I'm actually learning more and more about, you know, just about health and nutrition in general through this company, and I just want to learn more. It's like now I'm a sponge, and it's just, it's fun. It's exciting. Um, when I do go back to teaching, I think I'm going to take on more PE jobs because I'll be honest with you, I'm worried about being in the classroom at the beginning, especially in the mm-hmm. fall. Like they say, the virus might come back. I don't want to be stuck in a classroom with a bunch because it is a petri dish i mean it's a bunch of kids <laughs> constantly. yeah so, you know renee I, I was thinking as you were saying that what you're doing now would be great to bring to the uh, pe classes i mean you guys can sit outside and you can teach them you know just about nutrition they're you know they're young kids and this is the time to start getting those immune systems built up really well and uh all the nutritional facts that you're that you're learning about and telling people about. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Like I, I'm a firm advocate, you know, health is wealth. And it's so true. I mean, I'm not going to go down the political route about big pharma and everything, but mm-hmm. I mean, health is wealth. I mean, you just got to fill your body with nutrition. You don't have your body running properly. Guess what? It's, you know, you're going to create disease. You're going to, all kinds of ailments can occur. So I'm, I've always been a big, health advocate and even more so now because I'm learning so much about different things. So it's been wonderful Uh and exciting. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I, get, I can think of a exciting. whole bunch of fun stuff for you to do. So let's talk if you ever go back to substituting. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the yeah, idea of bringing absolutely. that, you know, the health nutrition. When I, after I stopped teaching, I went um, back and did some uh, talks with the girls in the eighth grade, actually both men and, and girls uh, in the eighth grade uh, about just body dysmorphia and eating disorders. Yes. And it was really rewarding to do that. They were very, um, interested in hearing about it and sincere about being appreciative of it. So I think that would be a great idea for you. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a good point because like I said, with the company that I'm with now, it's not necessarily, it's all nutrition, but it's, it helps people to lose weight. It helps people to gain muscle. And it also helps with anorexic and bulimic people because they're, you know, they're not getting the nutrition they need. So it also helps put on weight for people who are, you know, who've been malnourished for so long. So, yeah, it's, it helps every every stage. I have to say, I've known you for a long time, and I've never seen you look so good. You look amazing. So whatever yeah. you're doing is, is working, man. It's like you just look amazing. And I know you're into fitness and hiking, but I, I also know that a big part of it is what you're putting into your body, and that's that's a lesson for all of us. Oh, well, thank you. I paid you to say that. Thank you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can pay me later. You can PayPal me. <laughs> I know, right? Venmo. We can Venmo. Yeah, Venmo. Venmo. I'll Venmo you. <laughs> well, and, it, and the thing, and you know, and the thing is, Bobby, I was talking to a friend of mine. I didn't realize how awful I felt before I started putting nutrition in my body until I started putting it in my body. And I thought, oh, my God, I just thought it was like midlife crisis where your hormones are out of balance. And I just... I just thought it was part of feeling crappy, you know, and I was always wanting to nap. And now it's like, wow, now I know what it feels like to feel good. But I didn't know that back then that I wasn't putting the proper nutrition in my body. I think a lot of people think that, oh, I'm a certain age, so that's why I feel like I do. But then when they make a lifestyle change and they start to feel good, they go, oh, okay. No, I could I could have been feeling this good all along, you know. You could feel exactly. great at any age. You really could and should. Right. Mm-hmm. And I even, you know what, and I, I, oh, I'm sorry. No, go for it. I, I even see it with the kids at school. I can tell when a, a child is not um, healthy because their, their skin is more white under their eyes. It's like a red appearance. And I know they're not getting the nutrition they need. And a lot of times parents are not aware of it, but, there's a lot of gluten issues in these children and their diets. And if you get kids off of just gluten alone, that would help out tremendously, you know, just cutting out gluten because it's full of crap. We, you know, and we could dedicate an entire episode on, on school lunches and how this quarantine thing is affecting kids that might not have the, you know, I don't know what they're doing in the Coachella Valley as far as, uh, meals and everything but i i I hope that (laughs) i hope they've got it all under control because a lot of kids are getting their best meals at school which is which is sad yeah it's rough yeah well renee we really appreciate you hanging out with us for a little bit here again we appreciate you as a former teacher and a substitute teacher and of course our very dear friends so thank you thanks for calling renee Thank you, ladies. I loved it. Yay. Talk to you soon. Take, take care.
We love our Renee Amador, don't we? Uh, we sure do. And when we come back, we have another friend we love. That's right. Tanya Maria is going to be coming up next on Pop City right here on iHubRadio.com. I can testify that this resort compares favorably with the French Riviera in every department. Palm Springs is where it swings. You're going places with Bobby and Melissa. It's Pop City. On iHub Radio. Tanya, I'm hey. here. How are you? We're doing great. We just got off the phone with uh, Renee Medor, uh, another teacher, and we wanted to talk to uh, people that we knew that teach in the teaching field that we wanted to say we appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, and happy Teacher Appreciation Day to you too, Melissa. Thank I'm, I'm you. missing it. It's crazy. I was supposed to work the di- the week that they shut down the schools mm. here. Ugh. Yeah. So Ugh. I won't be going back until fall. I did get a letter from the school district saying that we will be back in the fall, hopefully. So I have to, you know, let them know that I'm still available. And, I, and thank you for reminding me because I need to renew my credential, too. Ah, oh. yes. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I know. I always <laughs> forgot to do that at the last minute. And I'm like, ah, I got to do that, renew yeah. that. But what Tanya, does that, tell us. what does that entail, you guys, renewing your credentials so, since you're basically so paying, <laughs> just paying money, to, yeah, to, <laughs> to the, the, you know, <laughs> and then yeah, so you just keep it current. It's like a hundred something dollars, and it keeps it yeah. renewed. Um, you know, initially you have to get your, your fingerprints and all that, but as long as you keep it up, it's you know you're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Tanya, mm-hmm. tell us what you. Um, what you taught, what you substitute teach, and all that. Okay, well, I originally started out, it's funny, I started out by a fluke. I wasn't going to become a teacher. I was working um, Uh. at a boys and girls club. I had a grant uh, because I had graduated with my master's in psychology, and I was going to become a marriage family child counselor. And so I was working with at-risk youth, and so I would get my referrals from all the principals of Westminster School District and two police officers. And so I was seeing really, you know, sad stories. And, um, you know, at that time, Westminster was gang ridden. So not only was the community itself not safe, a lot of these children and teenagers had really bad home environments. So I got burnt out after two years of doing that. And one of the police officers said, you know, you really have a knack with kids. He's like, it's such a shame that you're going to give this up. He's like, did you ever think of teaching? And I thought, no, actually, that was not on my radar. But um because of him, he planted a seed. I looked in the paper, and you, you know, at that time, if, as long as you pass the C best, you mm-hmm. could get a job at a private school. So I started. Te- I applied to the for this one position at a private school, and I got it. So I started teaching third grade that fall. It was, uh, I think, it was 1999. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was a third grade teacher before Blake and I got married, and uh, it was great because at a private school, you have smaller classrooms. There's only 15 kids, so you really got to know these kids, and their personalities really came through, and I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. How, it, how now, has it changed? Uh, well, you know, a private school is different than the public, Um 
private school, you know, you have a lot of hands-on parents. You know, they have, you know, they have disposable um, income to, you know, have the kids in private mm-hmm. school. So they're very hands-on. Um, the public school, you know, it's a little bit different, but I think I... I think I liked that experience a little bit more because the parents were a little too involved ah, <laughs> in the uh, yep. of it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and always wanting to know what you're doing. The, actually, the principal would have to keep me in the lounge because the parents always wanted to talk to me. But um, wow. school itself is different. I think, uh, you know, kids are more worldly now than they were. Uh, you know, you have a lot more technology that we didn't have growing up. And so I kind of struggle with that because I'm not so technological. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, but, uh, no, it, it was it was very interesting going from private to public. I did the same thing and I had the same back background story, almost identical to Tanya. I was in college getting my master's in psychology and I was getting burned out because we had to do a lot of sessions. And every time I would get somebody who wanted to commit suicide or wanted to come out of the closet. And it was just, it was just heartbreaking. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. That's exactly what happened to me. And so now I get to see kids in a different light and not get so much into their personal, which is, was, is wonderful. And so now it's 20 years that I've been a substitute, but, um, I know Bobby said, uh, I, would, I was talking to her before this, um, and she said, you know, think about a cute story about when you were teaching. And I, I remember this story when I went, was at the private school, uh, we had to, the kids had to do a three to five minute presentation uh, on a biography of somebody that they, you know, were impressed by. And a lot of kids chose, you know, presidents or athletes. And this one kid, you know, he's, you know, in the beginning of the school year, I already knew there's something very special about this child. You know, he's heads and tails above the other kids. Like, he's borderline genius. So he comes mm-hmm. to school that day. All the other kids, you know, have their presentations. He comes to school dressed as Albert Einstein. And he is going <laughs> to do his presentation <laughs> From first person as Albert Einstein. And so all the other kids, you know, they did theirs. It was, you know, three to five minutes. He, I had to stop him at 20 minutes. I I just just cut him off because he was taking you through the entire life. And not only was I mesmerized, but the kids were mesmerized. You know, for kids that age, third grade to sit still, they were enthralled. And the questions that came after, they just wanted to keep him up there. And he was so cute with his messed up hair and his lab coat on. And I was just, I just really remember that kid, Ian Pace. Never forget. Ian Pace. I've got to look him up. He's probably doing some great things right now. (laughs) He 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 probably is. Yeah, and I asked his parents after. I'm like, did you t- did you give him the idea to do this? They're like, nope, that was all him. And so even wow. like during you know like you know when we're in class and we're working on assignments, he would always finish early and he'd uh, bring out his Harry Potter books, you know, just start reading away. I'm like, wow, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> So how old would he be now? He would, well, they were third grade back in 1999. So let's see, that's about what, 10 years old, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. So he's it, like about he's 30 years old. 30. Yeah. Wow. I, I guarantee yeah. you this guy is doing some great things. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. And then one time I walked, I, we had a music room. And so I thought it was the music, the piano teacher, you know, playing the song. It was like this beautiful, you know, melody, like probably, you know, something famous that I was like, who is that? And it's him. (laughs) 
Mm. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. I love I love good stories about especially about yeah. teaching. So I we bet re- I bet I bet as a teacher you just get the best stories on a daily basis. I mean, I, I you were probably coming home every day. You're not going to believe what happened today in school. I have I have five cousins in North Carolina. My I'm one of five girls myself, and my cousins were five girls as well on my father's side, and they were all teachers. In fact, they were all I think three of them were principals later. But the stories wow. they tell at family reunions they're hysterical. It's so so wonderful. <laughs> yep. I yeah. I do miss having my own classroom, but subbing's great in its own way. Yeah. Tanya, thank you so much for calling in and being our guest and, and thank you uh, everybody for listening. Yeah.